Welcome to the Tiger Cast, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw schools and inform our community about the great things happening to serve our students. This is Amy Lunsford, principal at Lincoln Elementary. And I'm Kyle Carter, the chief technology and data analytics officer for Warsaw Community Schools. Amy, another week, another amazing partnership. I know. Everyone's going to love to hear this story. Last week, we had the red. Today, we have the blue. We're going to discuss one of the many ways Warsaw Community Schools partners with local law enforcement. Actually, sixth grade has been partnering with them for 35 years. That is crazy. That partnership comes through the D.A.R.E. program. And you know what? That D.A.R.E. program, 35 years, we were just talking this morning. I had no idea it's been around that long, but the more I got to think about it, I was one of those D.A.R.E. graduates. I remember my time as a D.A.R.E. student. I believe that would have been circa 1995. I won't tell you how old I was in 1995, (laughs) Kyle. That makes me feel really old. (laughs) Yeah, so Washington (laughs) Elementary School. I remember the Richardsons. They were the D.A.R.E. officers at the time. They were visiting each week. All the students, the big deal. We wanted to hold those D.A.R.E. bears. I believe they were called uh, Cinnamon and Nutmeg at the time. That was before D.A.R.E. and the Lion. Um, and I just remember earning those stickers. You still have stickers? We do. We still do the sticker program. Yeah, it's a big deal. You got to earn those stickers. That's, that's a, that's an accolade at the end of the D.A.R.E. programs. Who has earned the most It's a bigger war they fight for you. Nice. (laughs) Well, the names and faces of the officers have certainly changed over time, but the D.A.R.E. program and its message has remained true. So we are excited today to welcome Roy Navarro and Lewis Fuller, our D.A.R.E. officers currently, and learn a little bit more about this partnership. So gentlemen, let's just, uh, we'll give you an easy one to, to start off here. Just take a couple of minutes, tell us a little bit about yourselves and what led you to the role you play now within Warsaw Community Schools. Uh, well, I'm Lewis Fuller, for those of you at home. Uh, I, I started out, I graduated from the University of St. Francis uh, 2004, I started out in business. That's what my degree was in. I thought I was going to make a lot of money sitting in an office doing that. <laughs> um, I, I also played football in college and ran track. So I was an athlete and I quickly learned a couple of years into that, that I didn't like sitting in an office too much. It just wasn't my style. Um, so I wasn't real sure what I wanted to do. Um, I just knew I didn't want to sit in an office all the time. So I just started exploring uh, different things and came into uh, law enforcement. I had some family in it and it sound like something I'd want to do. Uh, started that uh, in 2009 with Warsaw and uh, been on every shift, uh, a member of our SWAT team and uh, had the opportunity to go into the schools uh, about five or six years in and wasn't ready. Didn't want to do <laughs> that. I uh, didn't think I was ready anyway, but uh, a few more years I started getting into coaching. Uh, so I coach high school football and really enjoyed being around the kids. Really enjoyed uh, the relationships and just they're fun. They're fun to be around. They're fun to to get to know and and to create those re- lasting relationships. So another opportunity opened up recently, uh, three years ago, and uh, talked with Roy about it before, but uh, decided to do it. Got into that and uh, have enjoyed it ever since. It's been really really fun. Fun. It's great, Roy. So um, I'm a '97 grad from Warsaw. I also graduated from D.A.R.E. He was like 91, 90. Um, <laughs> Richardson's were my D.A.R.E. officers as well. Went to Lincoln, uh, went to Lakeview, and then 
what was um, unique about my experience was I didn't stick around Warsaw after graduation. I went to Las Vegas, lived out there for about 13 years. Uh, I joined the Metro Halton Police Department, uh, LVMPD. Uh, did a few different assignments with them. Worked on the strip. Covered uh, everything from Mandible, Mandalay Bay all the way to Treasure Island. That uh, was like Bellagio and the Monte Carlo and uh, mostly around Caesar's Palace area. Um, I think what was interesting for me when I came back, um, got to work a lot with Dave Morales. Um, he was our first SRO. And we got talking a little bit about the SRO program and the DARE program and started talking a lot to Doug Light. Uh, next thing you know, I'm in DARE school. Um, what people don't realize is about the DARE program, it was it's like a two-week program. You're away from your family for two weeks. And I really worked hard. That was the, um, I don't know what, what you would call it, but they give you, they give people like a spokesperson award. And I, I was our spokesman for our class. Um, I have a passion for teaching. Um, I started um, subbing in, uh, in Vegas and got my substitute teaching license and was an EMT for a little bit as well so there's been a lot of th- crazy things but like you know i think the most important part is the investment we put in the kids and i think that's what attracted lewis um he came when we started talking about the vision for the dare program and how it's changed over the years it's still the same message make good choices so i think that's where we um kind of a hopefully uh, a commonality is where do we take, you know, these kids in their journey? And I'm hoping that as we see them grow and as we see them starting to graduate, because my first class is actually going to graduate this year from high school, which wow. is crazy. I've been doing this now for almost going to my ninth year. But I really love seeing them succeed and having a lot of passion and taking it to, you know, to different things. Um, so, yeah. I Roy, talk about going full circle. So you were at, a Warsaw Dare kid yourself mm-hmm. went through the program, yep. graduated from it. Now you're teaching it, mm-hmm. and now you have your own Dare graduates graduating high school. That is insane. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where you know you try to prepare yourself for that because you know you're getting old. You know, you know, <laughs> you know when you start seeing these sixth graders, you know. I think about a lot of them right now, these seniors, and I look at them from the time they changed. And I still got pictures of them when they've won awards in DARE. And then I see them now. It's like, wow, they have really grown up. And, you know, thinking about what you've accomplished, I can only imagine what some of them are going to do. And that's what's exciting. You know, I think that's what people expect out of our generation. We we work a lot with the ones that are, you know, are struggling. And our hope is that they kind of, you know, take off, but the ones you don't really have to worry about, the ones that don't have the behavior issues, those are the ones that when you see them succeed, it's just awesome. I think it's one of my most, you know, you haven't seen them in a while, you see their letterman coat, you see, you know, all the awards they've gotten, you know, it's just like, yep, I knew you were going to do that. Mm. You had a lot of drive and a lot of success and to be able to contribute to that, that's something that, you know, really keeps your fire going as a DARE officer. I know sometimes Lewis and I think, how are we going to make this another few years? Because it's, <laughs> holy cow. Because we just deal with the ones that have a lot of issues. Yeah. They need you, though. And they, 
love you. Yeah. I mean, I can attest to that. You are like a celebrity in our building, mm-hmm. Lewis. So mm-hmm. thanks for putting in the time. I appreciate hearing those background stories of both of you. Um, I think it's safe to say that most of the community understands what DARE is. But for those that may not, could you just share a little bit about the program and its purpose? You touched on it, Roy, but maybe go a little bit deeper with um, some of those components. Yeah. You know, the one big thing that we talk about a lot, and I think a lot of people recognize the DARE program, about the 1983 version when it first came out, Drug Abuse Resistance Education. I think what's changed now is how we look at it, and it's mostly about decision-making now. Um, the ac- you know, the acronym has definitely changed, you know, define, assess, respond, and evaluate. It's a decision-making process. And I think <clears throat> that everyone knows that drugs are bad. They know smoking's bad. They know vaping's bad. But I think it's, you know, the choices that get placed before you. And at the time, you're only thinking about the moment. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about what could happen. And I think that's where our students, you know, we talk about the consequences, the risk. And I think that's something that, you know, it goes with every single decision we make. And I know that we stress a lot about decision making and how we can develop good relationships and how we can continue to learn from our mistakes. Because I think, you know, I stress, and I'm sure Lewis does the same, is that, you know, our errors or mistakes are our greatest teacher we learn a lot you know our successes they give us a little bit of a idea of what you know we're capable of but i think that's you know the next time we come at it you know that a bad choice and you know hopefully the next time when it comes up again we will make a better one um lewis can you talk a little bit about being in the classroom and just maybe something that you've seen really resonate with a student perhaps even a student that really has been struggling as you talk about that decision making yeah uh i what i like about the dare program just kind of piggyback off uh, roy a little bit is that it has switched from just say no that was you know i went through dare um back at columbia city uh it was just say no it's always just been say no and and the kids know that they know the dangers of smoking and vaping and those things they understand that uh it's it's how to make good decisions in those difficult moments and i think there has done a better job of giving them uh, avenues or giving them uh, strategies to deal with that um so i i do like that part but um one of my favorite parts about dare uh to kind of go with what you were saying is the dare essay we do a dare essay every year and, and there's a winner and, and then that's a big uh a, a big thing that the kids get at graduation and it's a cool thing and we do we read every essay that we get it's part of a requirement to graduate. So there's a lot of essays we have to read. We get to feel what it's like to be a, a real a teacher, teacher for a yeah. while. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of essays. And uh, sometimes, you know, you, you see the work some of the kids put into it. And some of these kids will really pour their heart and soul into one um, and give you a real insight into what their life's like a little bit. And it, it's a good wake-up call to realize that we're not all from the same mold, right? Yeah. And uh, it it kind of helps you with some of these kids who are having the behavior issues um, and why they may be because of the environment they're in and, and some of the trauma they've dealt with. And it helps you just understand like maybe they're, they're acting out for a reason. And, and, and it helps us in our, I think in our men- mentoring and counseling portion of our job uh, to understand what they're going through. And I, I've, I've enjoyed that part of it a little bit with it. It just helps me communicate better with the students as a whole. 
Uh, and even when I'm on the road in the summers and we deal with, with the kids or, or, or even honestly, even adults that you know have been through uh, a lot of trauma and, 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 and uh, issues in their life, how to, how to communicate with them a little bit better because you know why they're yeah. acting the way they're acting. Now, there, there are issues we have to deal with on the sure. road, but still, it, it just helps you communicate and understand it. And, and you can see that at a young age in the deer, you know, talking with these kids through the deer program and, and, and try to help them maybe not make those, those same mistakes as, a, as an adult. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is, no, I, I, I had to learn a lot about going into a classroom and teaching students. But what I hear you saying in that one is I've learned a lot from the classroom that I then apply to my road work in the summer and, and, and yeah. going out into the public and community. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, just how to, uh, it, when you can learn how to talk with young, uh, lack of a better word, immature, but because they are, but yeah. like young, uh, young kids who have been through some trauma or some difficult situations, uh, dysfunction or whatever, if you can communicate with them and get through to them, you can. It, it's easier to get through the adults that way. Believe it or not, it, it's weird, but you can apply that same, the same principles apply because. Uh, it does, you know, trauma, that kind of stuff affects the way you develop. And, and it's, it has been, I think, um, some of the training Roy and I've been through too, with, with, uh, policing the team brain and dare and stuff has helped us communicate on the road with adults, as well as with the students. And those students just, they don't understand how they're helping us sometimes, yeah. but they do. <laughs> yeah. They would love to hear that. Yeah. And, and that's education. That's the yes. beauty of it yep. is that Full the circle. students are just as important to, to educators Absolutely. as, as the educators are to the students. Yeah, sure. So is there a, um, a particular lesson that you teach through dare that really, you know, this, this one resonates with me. This is, this is my sweet spot. This is my powerhouse. I enjoy teaching this every year with students. I would, I would say it is definitely my lesson where we have the kids that are seniors, our dare role model lesson when they come back. I think it's an awesome lesson. Um, and the reason why that is, is explain to the kids that they were kindergartners when these seniors went through dare and they made it. They made some bad choices. They made some great choices. And I think what's really cool about it is that they can start to see what the potential is. And I think that's something that is really, really cool. Um, they can see them succeed in, whatever, in their athletics. They're working. They're, um, you know, these, these seniors are typically, they have it together. They got great grades. You know, and then they talk about their struggles. They talk about, you know, what, what's coming up and it does change slightly. And at the end of the lesson, we have a chance to reflect, say, hey, you know what, this is going to be you in six years. Are you going to be prepared to come up and present yourself to these kindergartners that are in the building right now? You know, you look how innocent they are. These kindergartners <laughs> are so much fun. And you see, you know, just learning the little things, you know, how to stand in a line, how to tie their shoes, alphabet numbers and then as you start to progress in the sixth grade and you hit that 12 teen you know it's you're starting to see you know well people i'm going to struggle a little bit i can tell and yeah that's my favorite lesson though yeah the the role model lessons are really good one what, what i've enjoyed about that one is uh when we get a good 
we try to get kids that graduated from or that went through that elementary school to come back. And so some of the teachers that have been there for a long time, uh, you know, I, I, I go to Harrison. So that sixth grade group has been together for 20 years. And when they get their former students back in there, their eyes light up and it's, you can see the joy that they have, the teachers have to have their students back. So that's a fun lesson. Plus a lot of, a lot of good lessons for the kids in there. But my favorite lesson I like to teach is our social media lesson. Cause um, it's just, it, it's getting more and more prevalent right now with cell phones and social media and all that and the dangers of it. Um, and, and, it and to show the kids uh, how to properly use it and some, what can happen and some of the issues we're facing and, and how to avoid those. And it's just a, it's a real meaningful lesson because as and Roy can attest to this as SROs in the school, uh, one of our biggest issues are, are, and I think even administrators in the school are dealing with it is cell phones and some of the issues that arise with, and it's not necessarily at school, but it, it, it leaks into the school from that. And if we can just be better uh, digital citizens then, then especially at a young age, because it is a big responsibility. And you're seeing as some of these, these adults are getting in trouble for some of the stuff they posted when they were younger and, and, and didn't know better. And so to, to try to give them a leg up, because it's only going to be more prevalent you know, and more in their face as they grow. I mean, I kind of went from no, nothing, no technology when I was, not none, but low technology when I was going through school to what we have now. So uh, it's in their face at a young age and, and try to help them be responsible with it. It's, I just think it's an impactful lesson yeah. that we do. Talk about decision-making. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Decision-making on a dime, right? They are so impulsive. I think sometimes with social media and that's when the trouble hits. Yes. Just a, another example then that dare isn't just about the drug education. Right. It is, it is making choices. Choice. Yes. That's an evolution of the program over time. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is, you try to tell them about technology, about when we were back, uh, back in our age, when we were sending texts, we had to use the, the, the key, the <laughs> keypad, you know, and you had to hit that two, three or four times, you know, <laughs> to get your letter up. So, and they are baffled by that. Or you talk about this big cell, the, the cell phone that came in the bag. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it was, I remember seeing one, a couple of those, you know, so I'm like, yeah, this is technology. Yeah. And, and you remind them of what's going forward is. You know, as you as they progress and as they get older, you know what's going to be their their norm. What's going to be their new technology hidden? We have no idea. Yeah, right. it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. So, fellows, as we wrap up, tell us. Obviously, dares about decision making, and that runs a whole gamut of situations um, in life. But if you could pinpoint the single most important thing that you hope students take away from the dare program, what would you say that is? Uh, okay. Um, I thought I had an answer prepared for this too, but uh, <laughs> uh, my, my biggest thing is uh, I want through everything so th- by the end of this, I want them to understand that uh, it's okay to, 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 to not to make those bad decisions, right? It's okay to make good decisions and that not everybody is, is, is vaping, is, is drinking, is doing the things that we think they're doing. Hollywood does a terrible job of portraying teenagers as just partiers and, and, uh, are taking in all that, all that stuff. And so to show them, or to at least hope that they understand that not everybody is doing that, that that is not the majority. Uh, and it's okay not to do that uh, is, is what I, I, is what I'm trying to let them know. And there are some studies that show that that is, that is the, in fact, the case. And so they can understand that, that it's okay um, 
to, to make good decisions and that you're not, uh, you're not going to be ridiculed for it. Uh, sometimes I think they're afraid of that. So to show them that it's, it's going to be okay, you're not going to be bullied for that, people will respect that, and that the majority of people aren't doing that, then, then I think it's easier for them going forward when they're in that situation to be able to, to resist. Yeah. I love that message, Lewis. That really sticks. That's um, kind of the yeah. opposite approach of what you hear a lot of times. Like, yeah. it's okay. We, yeah. we often hear, it's okay to make a mistake. It's yes. okay, which it is. But, but I love that message of, it's okay to make a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What about you, Roy? I think the most important thing, you know, the, the message I think that we do stress is that when they're out, and is to have courage. Mm. You know, I think it's going to be tough going uh, when they transition to middle school because they are afraid of not looking cool. And, you know, for me, I, I look at my middle school days, and the one thing that I kept, took from that was um, I didn't have to be a part of that. You know, it was a little difficult at times because, you know, the people you're hanging with are doing it, and, you know, of course, it's it can snag you in with peer pressure. We got a, Lewis and I got a letter from, um, it was anonymously sent to us. It was from teen court and it was about peer pressure. The teen court system is just, I, I love it. It gives them a taste of what could happen if you start making some really bad choices, but the young people have an opportunity to rectify, um, their bad choices. And, this particular student had to write a letter about peer pressure and give it to Lewis and I. And they wanted us to read it to the students. And in this letter, they talked about, you know, I didn't, she, I'm, I'm assuming it's a she, but they were talking about the importance of it's okay to not participate in, and be a part of the group. And, you know, and they, Never would have thought peer pressure would have gotten them, but it did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, at the time they were probably, you know, thinking about the now. And I think all of us as young people, we just think about the now. We don't think five years, 10 years down the road until you get older and you start to think about you know, things that come up. And I think it's also important that the kids understand it's, okay, you know, enjoy your youth, enjoy being young, enjoy, you know, being in this moment in your life because you can never come back to it. Yeah. And I think that's something that as you start to make teenage decisions and you start to realize that you're making them really early, it, it's, it complicates your life. And I think that's something that I just want everyone to know that that's in our dare program that yes, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to push on and we're going to get you through it. So, Cause yeah. you're equipping them with the tools. Yep. Absolutely. So gentlemen, want to thank you so much for taking some time uh, to spend with us this morning and you know, 35 years, that's an evolution. We had the Richardsons, we had officer Polston, we had officer Han, officer light, um, Tickner. Now it's the Fuller and Navarro era. So mm -hmm. gentlemen, thank you. Um, and we want to say thank you to the Warsaw PD and the long history of dare education in our schools. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, you make a difference. Every single day with what Absolutely. you do. Absolutely. We appreciate your partnership. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you. All right. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. We will see you next week.